0: And now I get to introduce Brent, yay, our senior pastor and our dad, and (laughs) who I'm going to give the mic to. Just thanks. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for loving Jesus so well in front of us and and teaching us so much by example. It helps us all so much. We need that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you let's pray for a moment father thanks for um your just the tenderness of who you are to us Uh, we need you we we need you so much more than we know and uh, we're just inviting you to continue to um to filter our hearts you know filter through our hearts the things that, that um Messages we've gotten through the years that were wrong or ways the enemy has tried to dupe us into something that isn't the kingdom. And this is just one of those nights where I'm saying, Holy Spirit, would you just so gently and, and wonderfully as, as a counselor uh, help us to be more free, to be set free, to enjoy kingdom life the way that you paid for it, Jesus. Amen. so there you go there's a message choose love um, is the message for tonight and uh, very interesting with the testimony that we just heard uh, my heart's been very drawn to something extremely drawn to something like earlier today I was so giddy like I couldn't wait to share tonight and I'm not always I don't always feel that way you know this it isn't nervousness it's like I'm just excited because I think this is something that's Really on God's heart. But I will tell you, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. For some of you, this might really challenge you. Um, Just saying. So let Holy Spirit help you as we go. Uh, But we get to choose love because love is a choice. We are filled with love, for sure. But how much of that love we share and how much of we operate in love, that's a choice that we make. And as God heals our hearts up more and more, we choose love more and more. Um, Here's the opposite, uh, is hate. Hate. Um, darkness is not just evidenced by terrorists or suicide bombers who threaten our world but darkness is evidenced by hatred in any form that is fueled by dark forces Fear is a, is a very strong emotion and um, so when we're in places we don't feel safe or we even see things on the news and we don't feel safe if we're not careful if we don't process this with the lord what shows up after a while is anger anger actually isn't even the deepest emotion it's actually fear but it shows up as anger because anger is safer if i can get angry i can keep you at a distance i can keep anybody who i think is a bad person away from me uh, by choosing anger which which is a form of hate Uh, but i just want to remind you um, that 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 hate is is obviously nothing about that is god 's plan that that He is a God who so loved the world that he gave us only son and uh, and i 'm telling you that the enemy is trying to bait us into into hate on all different kinds of levels, and um, it 's it's not the heart of God; it never has been, it never will be. Here's just a reminder. Ephesians 6.12 For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That means it's not against people, other people. How many times uh, when we get afraid especially when some injustice happens we get very angry uh, at, pe- at a person or at a group of people. Understand that that's, we're, being, we're, we're falling for a trick that's not God's heart. Our Our struggle is against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, you read a a scripture like that, and you're like, ooh, that just scares me even reading about that. I don't even want to think about that. That's just scary. Can I tell you, um, this is scary when we don't know how awesome our father is how he is on the throne our our king jesus is lord over all so let me tell you what's not happening in heaven okay i'm telling you this is what's not happening jesus is not on a table arm wrestling satan and wondering who's going to win can i tell you that i'm telling you some people i listen to sometimes or some of the things i hear that's kind of what it sounds like oh boy who's gonna win but we're going to move on. Throughout history, the enemy, his ploy has always been to pit us against each other in any way possible. Do you know that? All the way back to Adam and Eve having two kids, two sons, one kills the other. What? That wasn't God's, that wasn't God's heart. He's always trying to get us to pit ourselves against each other. One, there's a whole bunch of different ways he tries to do this. One is race and nationality. See, nationality because really we're all part of the human race, but anyway, we—that's the term that people use sometimes. So I put them both up there. Couple uh, last last Saturday, I was at the Dr. Susan Richards conference and. Um, man came up to me and said, you probably don't remember me. And he was right, I didn't. And he said, "Uh, but you prayed for me two or three years ago. I had Parkinson's. And after you prayed for me, there were no symptoms ever again. (laughs) I said, that's awesome. This, I felt like Jesus, you know, the one that was healed of the ten that came back to tell him, that felt so good it's encouraging how many times do we pray for people and we we have no idea we think well nothing happened we obviously that probably is what I thought I mean I didn't know and then to hear two or three years later he's never had any symptoms again I said that's awesome so then he said I want to buy a book and I said okay had my um always loved book there and he said he uh he said uh or actually I told him I said you know um just so you know so, some of the proceeds of this are going to spread the love of the father around the world. I said, because pretty much what I make, I'm just putting right back out in, in more in more, you know, products to get a voice out there that the father loves his children. And I said, like right now, my book's being printed in Arabic in Egypt. Right now, I'm going there next month in Jordan and uh, going to pick some copies up and actually bring some home. We're going to leave some in Egypt, leave some in Jordan, bring some back here. So um, he says... Oh, he goes, that's amazing. But can I tell you something? He said, I don't, I don't like this at all, but I I I really don't like this. I, I hate, I have a hatred in my heart for, for um Middle Eastern people, for Arabic people. And I said, Oh, I said, Do you want do you want Jesus to heal that? He said, Absolutely, I don't I don't like this. So we stopped and we prayed right there. And and as we're praying, he I, I prayed for him that Jesus would give him his heart for uh, Arabic people, for the Middle Eastern and Arabic people. And he says, uh, he just, he started to repent right there. He just started to cry. He said, I don't, God, I don't want this heart. Take it away from me. And I have no idea what happened because we left. But if the previous prayer is any indication, probably some really good things are going to happen with that prayer. But see, God is, he is dealing with our hearts and saying, it's not okay. It's, It's not okay that we have that kind of hatred. Here's here I, another one: class and social status. Uh, I'm just going to throw these up there because you know about these gender. These are all the different ways the enemy's trying to get us to say who's who's less than, more than, who's better than. Who are we afraid of? People of other ages than ourselves. Religious affinity. I'm not just I'm not uh, just talking about other religions. Um, and the enemy wants wants to to bait us into hating people who who. Uh, don 't believe in Jesus, but also within Christian denominations there is so much animosity, so much hatred and that has nothing to do with the kingdom whatsoever. political party uh-oh wait, wait wait, etc, etc etc but actually I want to touch on that for a minute because I my message tonight isn't about isn't only about what I'm about to talk about, about the political situ- firestorm that's going on right now, but I do want to touch on it because, because I want to use this as an example. I want to tell you something. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about our two primary presidential candidates. All right? Anyone interested? Um, there's just a few things flying around on Facebook. Anyone see that? Anyone at all? Few strong opinions, maybe. Um, people might be have, you know, opinions. Okay, so all right, here we go. Uh, all right, wait, are you ready? Are you ready? You sure? All right, here we go. by, by the way, I'm getting to scripture in just a minute. I, I I used one already, but here we go. Here it is. Hillary is God's treasured daughter. Donald is God's treasured son. I want you, I I could stop right here, right now, couldn't I? I really want you to look at this for a minute. I would be surprised if there weren't people in this room who had some very strong opinions about one or the other of these candidates. And those really strong opinions, along with the thousands of others that have swarmed, because it's a spirit that's flying around, just so you know, a spirit of hatred, there a lot of things flying around causing you trying to get you to hate one of these two people can i just be honest with you that's what the enemy's trying to do can i tell you that this is this is nothing new under the sun do you know we've been through this every four years i am so tired of i'm tired of the hatred because it's 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 not solving anything. It's contributing to the problem. But let me go on. I have, I have a newsflash for you. Are you ready for this? I have a newsflash for you. Neither of them is the next Antichrist. Look, it's right there in print. If it's in print, it can't be a lie, right? You're like, Brent, how can you know that? Well, first of all, it's a spirit. But secondly... Because um, I've been around for 53 years now, I have watched this play out over and over and over and over again. The rhetoric, it just switches from a person to a country to whatever is going on. But, but just so you know, what we're tr- where this is coming from is fear. We're trying to label something so that we have a reason to hate or to push away. And I'm saying it is not the solution. It's not the answer. Any of you having difficulty with this slide? I'm, I'm keeping it up here for a reason. Because honestly, I'm just going to say this. If you have a real difficulty with this, I'm not the one you need to take it up with. You need to ask God, what is going on inside of my heart where I cannot see that? Because this is a gospel of love. We, all Around the world. This is just America, right? But this is a gospel of love. If you can't love these two, how about, can you love these two? That's Hillary, and that's Donald, when they're a little, little girl and a little boy. Do you see what the enemy tries to do? Tell me any of you, one of you is going to come up and scream hateful things and hate, hate this little child. Why would you do that? See, the enemy wants us to villainize and even demonize people. Totally trash them. And I'm telling you something, nobody can make you hate someone. That is your choice. Nobody can make you. The enemy is always wanting us to take sides against something, against somebody. And I'm telling you, Jesus came to the earth and was for everybody everybody you could say well he was kind of railing at the political system there he wasn't real happy with pharisees totally get it but do you know he was totally in love with them he loved them why else would he be talking to nicodemus who comes to him in the middle of the night a pharisee part of the problem right and jesus says hey buddy i got some good news for you you could be born again The terrorists, the ones that are trying to incite, you know, the the terror in the world. I know you've heard this, but I'm gonna tell you again. There was a horrendous terrorist who killed thousands of Christians, brutally murdered them. His name was Saul. He thought he was doing the Lord a favor. Does this sound familiar? What did Jesus do? Did Jesus hate him? Nope. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? What are you doing, Saul? This is about love. You think you're doing me a favor, Saul. You don't, you don't know what's in your heart right now, but I'm going to show you what's in your heart. I'm going to show you who I am, and you're never going to be the same again. And I know from some inside sources in the Middle East, there are terrorists, people, some of them higher-ups that are are turning to Jesus. Of course it's happening. See, these are the stories you don't hear about. I don't see these in the news, but I'm telling you, light is winning. Light is winning. I, I have friends around the world I do. I have friends around the world. I know what's going on. I know the stories we're not hearing. Light is winning. The kingdom is advancing. I I will just tell you this. Even if you don't believe it with with, uh, the stories, it has to be true. Because that's what the Lord said is happening. That his kingdom is going from glory to glory to glory. Of the increase of his government, there is no end. That's what's going on. Is the enemy in the rage? Yep, enemies in a rage. Yep, Surprise, surprise. Is there an arm wrestling going on in heaven to see who's going to win? Nope. Already predetermined. Do you know that? Do you know you're on the winning side? Because that's, that's the only thing that can buffer us from fear. Fear is very real. It does try to attack us at times. And there's things we have to do to, to agree with God. But I'm just telling you the, the truth. You need to keep hearing the truth. Do we, is there a reason we should hate one of these people? Absolutely not. They're made in the image of God. We're we're commanded to pray for them. I'm going to get back to that in just a minute. This is the truth. The enemy wants to divide us. This is the truth. This comes straight out of Scripture. There is one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all that's pretty inclusive tell me which child on the earth today pick anyone you want but that's not true of who doesn't have God as a father they may not know God's their father I totally get that that's a much of the world right now that's why there's a little bit of hate going on but we don't have to be part of that here's another one Here's another scripture. These scriptures are hard to believe except they're in the Bible. One man's offense, that's Adam's, brought condemnation on all humanity and one man's good act, Jesus on the cross, has brought justification and life to all humanity. That's in the Bible. Justification means God choosing not to count some not even remembering their sins are not counted against them. Some of you would stop me right here and want to come on the stage and take this mic from my hand and say, Brent, you're a good man, but you got it wrong. Because that's only for people who accept Jesus. And I will tell you, that scripture and many others who say, that say the exact same thing is what's in the Bible. It's what's in the Bible. God isn't waiting for us to get our acts together. That's in Romans 5. But while we were still sinners, everyone in this room and everyone on the earth, Christ already died for us. And so and so, what happens is God, who is love, says, I love you. I want you. You're mine. Jesus did it all. I see nothing against. There's nothing separating us. Come to Papa. Is there a choice? Yes. Yeah, there's a choice. But can I tell you, God is relentless in his love for every single person on this earth. He's relentless for you. It's the reason you're saved. Because he wouldn't give up on you no matter what you did. Nothing disqualified you from his love. Nothing. And that's not just true for you. It's true for every person on this earth. Every single one is his precious child. Every single one. Even the ones that do horrendous things. I don't know about you, but I've done some horrendous things in my life. Somehow, he loved me. And he loved me. And he loved me. Just like he loves you. Do you see what the enemy is trying to do? Do you see what this is? And I'm telling you, this, this, is, this is going to be a revolution of love. There is a revolution of love that's going on. And it's sweeping across the earth. And more and more people are getting it. And the millions of points of light that are Christ in us are turning into, is going to turn into billions of points of light of Christ in us all over the globe of people who are loved by him and who choose to love with his love. It's changing the earth. The earth is changing. So of course there are still pockets of darkness and yes, bad things happen. I'm not, I'm not saying that's, that's good. I'm not saying it's right. It's not what God wants. But I'm telling you, love wins. And if we get duped into hating, we are part of the problem. And we don't even know it. Check this one out. This is from Heaven. You, Jesus, this is what the angels are singing. You were sacrificed. And with your blood, you bought people for God. Who? Oh, people of every race, every language, every people, every nation. You made them a line of kings and priests to rule the world. That's where this is heading. This is where it's all going. I'm telling you, we better get... We better, whatever issues we have, we better get over them because it it looks to me like we're going to be with each other, co-ruling with Jesus for a very long time. So he's inviting us. He's inviting us into his kingdom. This is what Jesus, this is one of those amazing, like this, this, this one will get you if you really, really allow it to grip your heart. Jesus said, as you would like people to do to you, do exactly so to them. Luke 6.31, that's the World English Bible. As as you want people to do to you, do that exact same thing to them. Can I go back to the political one just for a moment? Because I have a question to ask you. This is the part that just gets a little uncomfortable because... Sometimes we aren't really thinking through what we're doing. So, the Bible's saying, do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. I have a question for you. Which of you would like your life, your past life, opened up, every closet, every last horrible thing you've ever done, horrible decisions that you've made, Really bad choices that happen along the way. People that you hurt. How would you like that open wide up for the whole world to see? Only, here's the thing, whoever opens it up, they get to put whatever spin on it they want to. That's what we do to our candidates every four years. Think about it. Can you have an opinion? Of course you can. Can you have a, a candidate you think would be a better choice for a president? Absolutely. It's part of being in a free country. But you do understand Jesus is the one that's going to save this world, not maybe one of our candidates. You do get that, right? And you do understand that we're called to, to to pray for them and to bless them, right? But of course you can have opinions. But could you could you do me a favor? Could you just leave it to this? Could you just... Tell people why you think a certain candidate would be a better choice and leave it at that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Yes. This is why I'm voting for this person, and I think this. Now, whenever you do that, what do you, you already know. Even doing that, you walk right into a firestorm. If, you're, if you say something like that, right? Why? Because it is, it's not just politically charged. It's a spirit. That political spirit is, is very real. So you're walking right into a landmine. So, yeah, I occasionally will talk about it with people, but usually, honestly, what I do is I kind of sit back for a while and just kind of watch everything fly and go, well, I'm really glad I'm not in the middle of that. (laughs) And then sometime, this is usually what happens, usually somewhere about 10, 15 minutes of things flying around, somebody will finally say, well, you're awful quiet. What do you think about this, Pastor Brent? And that's usually when I come in and say, you know... I think Hillary is God's daughter. I think Donald is God's son. And I get the weirdest look. Like, what planet are you from? I, I think something in the Bible says we're not of this world. That's what I heard. And I'm saying, yeah, you are going to rail the system. You're going to go against the system a little bit. People might think you're a little bit off, just a little bit off. I'll tell you another thing they might think is they might think that, that you really don't have your feet in the ground and you just, you, you know, you have no idea what's going on in the world and clearly you don't care. All I'm telling you, I'm going to go back to this. Nobody can make me hate someone. Nobody can make you hate someone. It is a choice. And it's also a choice to love. So now, we talked about this earlier, you have to be honest with God. In the Christian life, you can't pretend. If you're struggling, be real. Like the guy that came up to me and said, I don't like this in my heart, but I have a hatred for Arabic people. Please help me. I said so glad to. Let's pray. Let's let's ask Jesus to do what you can't do. So all I'm saying to you, you know, you could, even a message like this, you could take as condemnation law. I guess I'm not doing that right. No, actually, just just be real. If you have hatred, just be real about it. If you have biases or fears, struggles, just ask for help. Papa's saying, I'm so glad you asked because you're one of my favorites. I'm so glad you asked. I'm here to give you more of my heart. So... I really did intend for this to be fairly short, which it is because, um, because we want, I want to demonstrate in just a moment. I'm going to have Bill and his, his, uh, some of his team prophetic team. We're going to just, we're going to do some prophetic call out ministry, which is what? Well, prophecy is about edifying, building up, encouraging. It's what we're alive to do. It's what the apostle Paul said in Ephesians 14 that he wished we would all be doing. And, um, and here's the thing. It's wonderful when we do this in church, but I will tell you, that's just the training ground for a, for a life of everywhere you go. Can you see the treasures in people? Anybody can see the dirt clouds. Anybody can see the yuck. That's not prophetic. That's pathetic. De-doonch. Where's Daniel? I need that. De-doonch. Okay. But, but seriously, um, that's what he calls us to. And when Paul wrote that, Remember the terrorist Saul who Jesus encountered with pure love becomes Paul. He's the one that wrote that. Encourage, love, build up. It's what we're made for. And he did not add a little tag except for those that you're afraid of and you hate. just wasn't there. It's, it's what we get to do everywhere we go. Is it a challenge? Yes. That's why we need Jesus to keep dealing with our hearts. So we're going to do some declarations. But before, I'm not going to ask you to stand just yet. we'll ask you in a minute. But I thought this was pretty important tonight, that we actually, sometimes I put the declarations up, and you're all gung-ho, which I appreciate. You're right there with me saying them. But I want to make sure you know what you're agreeing to. So this is what we'd be, what we'd be saying in a few minutes. I choose not to hate another person who has been created in the image of God just as I am. And I want to tell you again, this is a choice. And if you don't think making declarations like this makes a difference, then you're not really understanding the kingdom of God where what we speak is extremely important and we're actually prophesying. We're actually changing our future. We're actually, these are the seeds that will change your heart if you will actually say them with conviction, say them like you mean it, even if you're not feeling it yet, because he's going to change you. Here's the next one. I choose not to villainize, demonize, devalue, or trash another person. See, this is just anywhere. I, I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit actually has shown, might be showing you some people that perhaps you might need to ask God's help for because, because there's a lot of different people who have hurt us, um, and we just want to hate. We choose to hate. Maybe we don't want to, but we choose to. And I'm saying you can be free of that. You can, Jesus sets you free of that. Don't you want it? He sets you free. I'm just. Let me just add a little thing here. I, I understand some people are, um, you know, have been uh, abused, and that. Uh, I'm not saying you go running back to an unsafe person. I'm not saying that, but I am saying you've got to get your heart clean, otherwise those those things, the hatred in your heart, starts eating you up. It doesn't seem fair, but that's the way it happens. That's the way it works. So it's your choice to, to, to uh, let these things go. I will not let fear rule over me. That's a choice. And when you are afraid, no problem. You go back to the Lord and you say, God, I'm afraid I don't want to be. Come, come talk to me. Come comfort me. Show me the truth. I choose to treat others exactly the way I want to be treated. I'm telling you all you're doing is agreeing with scripture here, but it still has to be your choice to want these things. I choose to align myself with heaven. I am a voice of hope. This is why things are going to change. It's because enough people start realizing I'm a voice of hope. I'm, a voice of, I'm the one that brings the hope, the promise, the good things of the kingdom. Enough people start getting that. That's how a culture has changed. We keep waiting for one person to change it for us. That's not the kingdom. That's, well, Jesus changed it for us. But you know what I'm saying right now. It's, it's Christ through us. More and more and more. Bring in the kingdom. I choose to build others up. I choose to see the treasures in each child of God on the earth. I choose love. So tell you what. Since I'm not standing next to each one of you, I won't know whether you say it or not. But I would like to ask you to stand up. And if you're in agreement with this, that you would say these with me. And I'm asking before we do it, Holy Spirit, would you touch our hearts deeply? Would you take these, this choice of ours, these seeds of faith, to say, God, this is what we choose by your help, and that you would begin to transform our hearts even more. So here we go. I choose not to hate another person who has been created in the image of God just as I am. I choose not to villainize, demonize, devalue, or trash another person. I will not let fear rule over me. I choose to treat others exactly the way I want to be treated. I choose to align myself with heaven. I am a voice of hope. I choose to build others up. I choose to see the treasures in each child of God on the earth. I choose love. So Bill, why don't you come up with your team? And Father, you can have a seat. And Father, we... We thank you for, um, you know, thank you, God, that in your love for us, there are times when you're challenging us and you're saying, wouldn't you like to let go of those things that are destroying you? And God, thank you for hearing our declarations, for being our strength, for being the one who is full of love. And I'm asking right now, Holy Spirit, as these words are being spoken, that this spirit of hope, the spirit of Of true prophecy, the one that builds up and encourages, would light our hearts on fire to go and do likewise. I'm saying, God, even this week. Would you stop us short? When we want to hate, when we want to jump in with somebody else to hate, would you stop us to say, no, that's not the choice you want to make? And would you give us a heart of love instead? In Jesus' name.